Mm -hmm. Uh, I did start to Google first, like, most popular candy on Valentine's Day and and the most popular date idea. Yeah. And then murders on Valentine's Day. And so, like, if you were the FBI, you're tracking me to a point where you think they're going to lull somebody in a false (laughs) sense of security. With candy. With candy. (laughs) And romance, and then kill them. <laughs> and feed them to a cocaine bear. And then feed them to a cocaine bear. It's just going to be a wild ride for whichever FBI agent is currently looking yeah, at my Yeah, answer. yeah, yeah. Welcome back to the Bug at a Rug podcast. As always, my name is Caitlin. As usual, I'm Whitney. And today we're bringing you a special episode that may or may not keep you up at night. Hopefully by the end of it, we will all still be able to sleep as snug as a bug in a rug. But only time will tell. And we have a third host. It's Ellie the dog, who hasn't learned the lesson to... I think she got a drink. She's tiptoeing around. She's shaking. You couldn't have done. She literally has been sleeping until we started recording. Yeah. Even the baby's quiet right now. Are you ready, ma'am? I'm talking to the dog. She's good. She's fine. She's fine. She's finally ready. This episode is special today because I'm not the one telling the story. No, I thought that, you know, I'd come back in just in time for, you know. uh, Our favorite holiday. Our favorite holiday. (laughs) Which is every holiday. But since the closest one is Valentine's Day, here we are. (laughs) Not my favorite holiday. I just want to put that out there. Obviously, it's Halloween. It might be after this. I told Jack yesterday, I said, oh my god, we should be such and such for Halloween. And he just, like, laughed at me. And I said, no, wait, what did I say we were going to be before? He's like, I don't know, Caitlin. There's been, like, 20 different things just in 2023. And I said, no, 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 no. Every time I say something, it cancels out the last thing that I said. Because we had watched the Lorax, and I said we should be the Lorax and the Onesler. That's good. I don't know what I said last night, but... Anyway, anyway, so, back to our favorite holiday. Our favorite holiday for the time being, uh, Valentine's Day is this upcoming week, probably the week that you're releasing this. Yeah. I'm assuming because because that's what you asked. <laughs> I asked on accident. <laughs> so we're going to we're going to take a little journey today. Um, you're going to do some <laughs> imagination work, <laughs> some okay. some vision board work. Okay. okay. So uh, even though it's not your favorite holiday, I want you to imagine that you are trying to plan the perfect Valentine's Day date. Okay. Okay. For that special someone. It could be Jack. It could be <laughs> Dinah, the cat. Whoever your heart is. completely. Actually, no, it'd be the same. <laughs> you don't have to say out loud who it is. I just want you to picture in your mind's eye. <laughs> Got that it. You're about to plan the perfect date. Tom Hardy. Got it. <laughs> so you go to the store and you spend about an hour and 30 minutes picking out a card that's both funny, but not too funny. An hour and, sweet. and 30 minutes. That's how long it would take me. <laughs> You 
take an hour and 30 minutes? Did I get lost trying to find the card section? I mean, probably. If you happen to go to Target, you'd pick up Starbucks first. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't know. You might find a shirt that might look nice, but once you try it on, you're like, nah, I'm not sure if I want For this the or date. not. Okay. <laughs> For the date. So anyway, she took like an hour and 30 minutes or so picking out a card that's funny but not too funny and sweet but not too sweet and has like a little extra glitter than you normally go for. Sure, sure. And um, you know that this special someone, whoever it is, Tom Hardy, uh, Jack, Dinah, whomever, uh, they love teddy bears. Okay. Okay. Sure. And so you're like, okay, well, I'll give him a teddy bear. Easy peasy. This one's a slam dunk. So you walk over to where they have the giant stuffed sloths and the macaws in all the Valentine's Day um, regale. regale. <laughs> That's not it. Those things you wear. <laughs> and you can wear a teddy bear. <laughs> you go over and, uh-oh. Oh, no. No teddy bears. They're out of teddy bears. They're out of teddy bears. So you start to panic, but you're like, no, don't panic. I'll come up with something else. And as you're walking around trying to think of something that would be second best to a teddy bear, your phone rings. And it is that special someone, and they say, oof, bad news. Bad news, I, my work schedule changed. We can't celebrate Valentine's Day this week. <laughs> this is the stupidest thing. Okay? You're doing vision board work. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, Jack and I took off Valentine's Day. We didn't. <laughs> but now but now your work schedule changed, and you can't celebrate this week. Darn. You celebrate next week. Okay. Okay? So, you're kind of bummed, and you go home. And you're kind of, you know, shuffling around all mopey. I didn't get the teddy bear. There was no teddy bear. Oh, I, did I get the card? <laughs> you got a card. It took you an hour and 30 minutes. You better have got a card. I don't know about the sweater that you were iffy on. But I didn't know if, like, the call made me so dejected that I just, <laughs> just gave threw up. it all up. <laughs> didn't throw it all up. Put it all back. Anyway. No, I threw it out. <laughs> I set up. <laughs> I threw. I got. I threw the card in the air <laughs> and, then and, and then I left. Anyway, so you get home and you just turn on the TV and you're like, oh, I'm just gonna put something on for background because I'm sad. Okay. And what would appear on your TV screen but commercials? There's always commercials. Sure. Whopper. 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 <laughs> junior. No. Triple whopper. <laughs> oh my goodness. When you turn on the TV, the first commercial that comes on is a commercial for an action-packed horror thriller that's coming out when? On the next week. Oh, okay. Nope, you can't celebrate on Valentine's Day. <laughs> the next week. I didn't know if I was going by myself. <laughs> February 24th, and you're like, ah, oh, perfect. My special someone is off that day. We can go to a movie, and movie's romantic. Okay. And- Have you just written a trailer <laughs> for a movie? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Shush. Okay. So, you're like, it's okay. We can celebrate next week. I'll take him to a movie. Movies are romantic. It's a good date. And, better yet, they love teddy him bears. Or in the movie. Them. Maybe I'm going to end up taking I wrote, Dinah. I wrote them in okay. my notes, to be fair. And, since they love teddy bears, it's even more of a home run because this movie is about a bear. Okay. A horror movie yeah. about a bear? Oh, is it that movie about the bear on cocaine or something? You got it! <laughs> and you can't wait to surprise that special someone that by taking like the them dumbest to movie I've ever... Well, prepare to listen to four pages about that movie. You better strap in. <laughs> is it too late to back out? Is it too late? <laughs> no. 
you've planned your date, so now you need some background information. Okay, we're gonna go see the Bear on Cocaine movie. The Bear on Cocaine. Is that movie. what it's called? It's called yeah the the bear who was on cocaine. <laughs> it's called Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Silly me. Have you seen the trailer? I uh, yeah actually yes that's how to I knew me, what it was. It's very Sharknado. It's it, very Sharknado. I don't think a bear would act like that. <laughs> On cocaine. First of all, that's not the point. Okay. Do you think sharks fly through tornadoes and eat people? Why did I think that it was supposed to be realistic in any way? I don't know why you thought that. Now, it is based on a true story. Okay, so maybe a bear does act like that on cocaine. Well, scientists and experts have yet to agree, but we'll be a little closer to the answer by the end of this podcast. So, rather than starting our discussion with a murderous rampage... As is depicted in the trailer for the upcoming film, I'd like to take you back to the year 1985. When this bear was just a wee cub. I don't know how old they were. (laughs) Okay, 1985? Yeah, we're going to review what we do know about the two events that led to the destruction of $2 million in the belly of a dead American black bear. And American? (laughs) (laughs) Martin. <laughs> the true Vince that left. <laughs> what is wrong? You were doing so well. What happened? I, I dictated some of this because I was holding the baby. <laughs> okay, we're going back to the year 1985 and review what we know about the true Vince that left $2 million in the belly, belly of a dead American black bear and resulted oh. in the death of at least one man. Spoiler alert the bear died. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Two million dollars worth of cocaine? And you think they left? Property damage, did you not? (laughs) The true true events that left two million dollars in the belly of a dead American black bear. Belly's the word I couldn't get out of I didn't. I just assumed he was eating property. I don't know. (laughs) Went to a fancy restaurant, ate all their... I did say theft (laughs) the first time. So... He ate a bunch of, he ate two million dollars worth of cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then killed a man. Well, <laughs> that's what the film will lead you to believe. So, we're going to talk about the rest of the story. Okay. Anyway, so, um. Hold on, I have to ask. Did you watch the trailer and then we're like, did this really happen? <laughs> no, I had looked it up when I heard about Cocaine Bear to begin with. Oh, okay. And I didn't realize when it was coming out. And I was if, like, oh, that's so soon. If you Google Cocaine Bear, it comes up. Well, this is just in time so people can decide whether they want to go see the movie or not. Yeah, I wasn't planning a Valentine's Day episode. <laughs> I was planning. <laughs> you said. You said you wanted this. <laughs> yeah, because it's the week before Cocaine Bear. I didn't know when Valentine's Day was. I have priorities. <laughs> you have a date for Valentine's Day. It's Saturday. Uh, <laughs> that's not. That's the 10th, 12th, 11th. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, here we go. So we're going to vision board again for a minute. Okay. I'd like you to close your eyes <clears throat> and picture $2 million. <laughs> picture how much that might be, because I'm not sure. So no, I want you to put yourself Couple in bricks. Sh- <laughs> Probably at least. I don't know. I want you to try and put yourself in the shoes of Fred Myers. Of a black. <laughs> We're never going to get through this. We're never going to get through it. I'm so sorry. Okay. I'm trying to vision. I'm ready. Ready. You're ready. You're taking your own quest. Okay. It's fair. 1985. My name is Fred something. Myers. Myers. <laughs> you live in Knoxville, Tennessee. Sure. And you're minding your business. Lovely at home. place. Yep. Hanging out. I've never been. Hey, minding your business at home. 
Okay. Okay. Maybe doing some laundry. Maybe reading the paper. Okay. As I'm sure Fred Myers did. Maybe uh, I am Fred Myers. Chatting <laughs> with your family. Sure. When you hear a thud outside in your yard. Okay. You step outside only to witness a scene that is truly horrific and mysterious. You see the body of a middle-aged man wearing Gucci loafers and a bulletproof vest tangled in a parachute. It's D.B. Cooper. <laughs> the guy who jumped out of an airplane never to be seen again. It's like a big mystery, stole a bunch of money, oh. jumped out, and nobody ever found him. It's literally the whole plot of Without a Pass. <laughs> they go to find D.B. Cooper. The only thing I remember about Without a Paddle is I ate a brownie. <laughs> anyway. So, you see a man tangled in a parachute wearing Gucci loafers, a bulletproof vest, and next to him is night vision goggles and an army green duffel bag. Okay. Would you open the duffel bag, Fred Myers, if you walked out into your yard and there's uh, a is man it, who's clearly deceased? Is it, oh, he's dead? Oh, he's dead. Uh, yeah. Yes, I would open the duffel bag. Well. But I think I'd probably call the police. That's fine. You can do that. But, but I would definitely open the duffel bag. <laughs> With gloves. Gloves. With gloves on. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Obvi. Obvi. Yup, yup, yup. So, uh, as you're waiting... Well, you could be like, uh, sorry, officer, I thought maybe there was some kittens trapped inside. Yes, I heard meowing. <laughs> like that? <laughs> I thought maybe there was a baby, baby in inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, what do you think was in the duffel bag? I'm assuming cocaine. Gosh darn it. When I read, wrote that question, it was before I'd given away that we were talking about cocaine bear. Or money. Could be money. Could be money. So, I'll tell you what's inside. <laughs> Cocaine. And money. (laughs) (laughs) And oddly enough, there was a turtle in there. Weirdly enough, cocaine. (laughs) $15 million worth of cocaine. Okay. What? Does it have to do with how nice it is as well, though? I think so. Okay. Interesting. We're just going to say. Does somebody have to test it in order to be like, that's good stuff? (laughs) Yeah, they rub it on their teeth. I think that's a thing. (laughs) To whiten them? (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, $15 million worth of cocaine. I don't know anything about how nice cocaine is. Okay. This cocaine is... (laughs) That's been nice. Or cocaine in general. I've not done it. Okay. Uh, Also, cash, you were right, $4,500. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, In cash, as well as two pistols, knives, and... A photo of a bear. Six one-ounce Krugerrands, which is some type of South African coin. Okay. And this is in Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah. And the guy had a parachute on. Mm -hmm. So where did he come from? (laughs) We're getting there. (laughs) That's not important. How did he die? You're Fred Myers. (laughs) You're Fred Myers. If I'm Fred Myers, I'm going to be looking around. Where did this guy come from? Where did he die? (laughs) First of all, we have to figure out who he is. Okay. So the police identify this man as Andrew Carter Thornton II. Okay. Now, in order to understand how Mr. Thornton got here tangled in a parachute with so much cocaine, mm-hmm. we need to kind of learn a little bit about who he was. Sure. And I'm assuming he's in a gang. Or a mob. mob the mafia? Not that I know of. Oh, Drug cartel, yes. Okay, thank you, thank you. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> um, now, he uh, isn't given a lot of attention i don't think in the movie especially not in the trailer so that's yeah. kind of why i'm diving well, into him now probably like in the movies i'm sure it's like hey this is how the bear got this cocaine yeah 
And now he has it. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> but I think it's important to dive into this joke. Sure. So Thornton was born October 30th, 1944 in Bourbon County, Kentucky. He was the son of Carter and Peggy Thornton of Three Main Stud Farm. They were horse breeders and, like, trainers. He's the second? Yeah. But their names aren't the same? Uh, Carter... Is his dad's name, and that's his middle name, so maybe he went by Carter. Interesting. Was it? I wasn't that. You're picking apart <laughs> minor details <laughs> here. <laughs> I his name was very long. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. No, I okay. agree. Sure. They we need answers. They but... bred horses. Kentucky. There's a lot of horse racing yeah. there, right? So I mean, yeah. they're in Bourbon County, so I assume it's Bourbon and horses. <laughs> <laughs> Judging by the name they're in, they're in Bourbon County, so I assume there's a lot of horses there. What does that mean? <laughs> they're in Kentucky, so I assume there's horses. Okay. They're in Bourbon County, so I assume there's bourbon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Sure. It's where it was invented. Thank you for asking for clarification. You did deserve it, and so did the listeners. Anyway. <laughs> Young Andrew grew up in Lexington and attended private schools prior to joining the JROTC and attending the University of Kentucky for one semester before he dropped out and joined the Army. Sure. He then trained as a paratrooper at Fort Bragg for the 82nd Airborne Division and participated in the 1965 invasion of the Dominican Republic, where he received a Purple Heart for being wounded during his service. He gave school a second go before dropping out to train racehorses with his pups. Sure. Carter Sr., presumably. <laughs> sure. Racehorses is like, a lucrative business, is it not? So, like, why, you know. Yeah. I wonder if the name thing is, like, how kings do it. Like, if there's <laughs> been an Edward before now, you can just call yourself the second. <laughs> sure. Like, his grandpa was, is his name was Anthony? Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> I was close. Just because he's not the main character of the movie doesn't mean we shouldn't give him the opportunity to have main character energy right now. Yeah. Andrew. (laughs) Mr. Thornton joined the Lexington Fayette Urban County Police Department in 1968. You know, whenever somebody gets arrested by them, do you think they have to say, Halt, this is the Lexington Fayette Urban County Police Department. Open up. Open up. Open up. We have a warrant. From who? The Lexington Fayette Urban County Police Department. I'm sure it's what? What what is it again? I'm sure the I'm sure that it's just the LF LFUCPD. Yeah, this is the LFUCPD. Open up, open up. So Mr. Thornton joined this LFUCPD in 1968 to take cl- oh, and took classes uh, at nighttime towards a degree in law enforcement. He graduated in 1970 and became a member of the Narcotics Squad in 1971. He continued his education in the form of night classes until completing his law degree in 1976, and then practiced law in Lexington starting in 1977. Okay. So, cop, law enforcement degree, narcotics squad, more school, law degree. And he eventually ends up feeding cocaine to a bear. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Not necessarily intentional. <laughs> How do we get there? How do we get there? Uh, well, from what I've shared, I am assuming you can probably, or at least some of our listeners, will find Mr. Andrew Thornton to be quite accomplished at the age of 32. Uh, law degree, narcotics team, uh, busting the bad guys. I'm sure it was probably easier to <laughs> get on those teams back in the day. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean, you're probably not wrong. It's not as like, there's probably, not that, 
He did a lot. Let me put this out there. He did a lot. I also feel like it could have been... Yeah, let's put Andrew on the team. <laughs> let's... You know who should be on the Narcotics Squad? Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> um, now... So, my question is, does he turn into... Is okay. is he is he good is, is, is he turn into the bear? Is he good good cop turned bad cop turned drug cartel or is he undercover? I'll be honest. I don't know how we got from point A to point B. <laughs> this is all we know. And then, and what then I know is screen goes black. It <laughs> comes back up. We're Fred Myers looking at him on the ground. He's dead. Is that oh, what no, you're no, saying no, no, to me? No, okay. No. I just mean I don't know how the drug smuggling started. <laughs> all I know is started. Okay. Okay. So he started practicing law in 1977, and then four years later, in 1981. He was one of 25 men accused of theft of weapons in Fresno, California, from the China Lake Naval Weapons Center, and for conspiring to smuggle a thousand pounds of marijuana into the United States. From where, I'm not sure. So he was part of the this, he did all this stuff, made connections, yeah. used them poorly. He was like, you know how I can make a lot More of money? More money, moving drugs. Okay, moving for drugs. the people I was supposed to arrest. Right, right, right. So I think it was more of a... Wherever I can get more money, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So that's what he started doing. Uh. So he was one of the 25 men accused of, you know, smuggling weapons, possibly bringing drugs into the country. And he fled California. Sure. After he put in his plea of not guilty. He was arrested as can a you, fugitive in North Carolina. Yeah, it's like, you can't do that, can you? No. <laughs> no. I'm not guilty. See you guys later. They'll be like, okay, stay... <laughs> Where we know where you are until yeah. the court date. He was like, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> sure. Absolutely, I'll do that for sure. <laughs> so he went from California to North Carolina where he was arrested as a fugitive and he was wearing, you guessed it, a bulletproof vest, carrying a pistol. That's what he was found in, the, in with his parachute. Okay. I don't know about the Gucci loafers yet. So they were flying him back to California when he jumped <laughs> off the plane. You're jumping ahead? No. Nope. Okay, dang it. Um. So... When he was taken back to Fresno, he pled no contest to the misdemeanor drug charge, and they dropped the felony charges, which I think is stupid. So basically, he originally pled not, not guilty to felony drug charges, felony charges, and then uh, when they originally arrested him, he had charges against him for weapons smuggling and, um, like, Attempting to smuggle drugs into the country. Yeah. And probably when he fled, he got felony, like, evading charges tacked on. Um, So he went from going not guilty to pleading um, no contest. Well, they probably dropped some stuff, too, in order for him to plead no contest. Right. They dropped the felony charges. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They are probably like, hey, we'll drop this if you just say no contest and just take the punishment. Oh, yeah. And they fined him $500, which is nothing, (laughs) placed him on a five-year probation, and had his law license suspended, which I think is... Obviously, but not his cop license. (laughs) I don't think he was an active cop right now. But I don't know. You get a license to be a cop. <laughs> That's how that works. You guys want your badges. Anyway. <laughs> when we next hear of Andrews, they, so they told him, go be a good boy. You're on five-year probation. Uh, that was in really? 1981. They just gave him probation? That's wild. Okay. 
They took his law license, which I think they probably thought was good. He he was doing nonsense with that license. He's making his money moving drugs, clearly. Very, like, better call Saul. (laughs) Clearly. Anyway, when we next hear from him, it is 1985, um, September 11th of 1985. Now, if he was arrested in 1981... He's been on the loose for 40 years. So he's not done with his probation, either. I don't think he's done with probation. That's what I was like. <laughs> yeah, I don't, think he's, I don't think he was done with probation. Or he had just finished probation, one or the other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, this is when we next kind of, he surfaces again. Uh, and he surfaces uh, in the lawn of Mr. Fred Myers. Right. They're like, okay, go be on probation. He's like, right, 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 totally, absolutely do that. And then the next thing we... Screen goes dark. (laughs) Lights come back on. (laughs) He's in the front yard of Fred Myers. Right. Exactly. And they were like, oh, shoot, guys. It looks like he didn't go back to being a good guy. (laughs) You know, when you take away someone's law degree, you think, hmm, I wonder what he'll go do with his life. Escalating from drug, from weapons and marijuana to weapons and cocaine yeah. might not have been what they had in mind. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, so how did he get in Mr. Fred Myers' lawn? Right. Uh, what they believe what? happened. By parachute. By parachute. <laughs> well, no, not exactly. Uh, he had a parachute on. He just on. had a parachute on? <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> so, uh, the reason that we... Fred Myers actually lived on a really tall mountain. <laughs> he jumped out of the plane, didn't actually have to deploy the parachute. <laughs> Fred Myers never had a parachute. Wait a minute. No, Fred Myers oh, wait, lived... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lived on a tall mountain. Yeah. Like that goat from Hoodwinked. Oh, yeah. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. <laughs> okay, anyway. Spare. Tell me what happened. I want to know. Okay, so Thornton, on the day of September 11th, 1985, the events that we believe transpired that led him to the lawn of Mr. Fred Myers. Okay. He strapped on his Gucci loafers. Fact. Strapped on loafers. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever had Gucci loafers? <laughs> I. You've got me there. Also, when they say Gucci loafers, they, mean, they don't mean slides. I, loafers are like, not slides, loafers are like like slippers. Oh, slippies? Aren't they not? No, you're right. With like, um, like Sperry's, that's what I think of, right? Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. He put on his Sperry Gucci's, (laughs) Gucci Sperry's. Sperry's a brand! (laughs) I know. And he put on his bulletproof vest. Sperry is the poor man's (laughs) Gucci. Sperry's are the poor man's Gucci loafers. Fairies are the boat version of Gucci Leopards. You're right, the nautical. The nautical Gucci Leopards. He strapped on his bulletproof vest. Fact. He grabbed a pistol. Strapped on his pistol. Strapped Fact. on his pistol. And grabbed his night vision goggles. Fact. I forgot he had those. Yeah. He and his partner, Bill Leonard, then chose to execute or attempt to execute a cocaine drug run from Colombia. Okay. They get on a plane. Okay. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a. <laughs> what kind of plane is it? <laughs> Cessna. I was going to say Fresno. That's a plane. A Cessna 404. Okay. And they loaded their cocaine and they took off from Colombia. Oh, 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 they started in Colombia. They started in Colombia. Okay. So they're trying to get drugs into the U.S. Cocaine specifically. 
Uh, somewhere over Florida. So they're flying over Florida. Sure. They intercept a radio communication between FBI agents talking about how, hey, there's a Cessna 404. We're pretty sure it's drug smugglers. Yeah. We're going to follow it. Okay. And they pulled some evasive maneuvers. <laughs> Basically, that was what was attempted. So they said, oh. well, if we just drop off all our drugs and then we jump out of the plane. Yeah. And we, we let the plane back. crash. Exactly. We let the plane crash, and then they will follow the plane, but we will be back there picking up our drugs. Okay. <laughs> okay. Andrew thought it was a good idea. It seems... Are they gonna... How much? How many drugs do they have? A lot of drugs. Okay. They're just gonna dump them from the sky and hope it doesn't explode? They're, they're in duffel bags. It's okay, fine. sure. So, uh, the two men devised this plan. You know what? And hey... Not a bad plan. It's not a bad plan. I mean, plan. I know it goes wrong, but, like, that's what I would have do done. Know? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> now, some sources say they jumped, they dumped 40 plastic containers of cocaine. Others say three duffel bags. What I'm going to say is they had 40 bricks of cocaine wrapped yes. in plastic inside three duffel bags. Okay. Plus the duffel bag that Andy he had. jumped with. Yeah. And they dumped these uh, near Blairsville, Georgia. Okay. And shortly after, the pair jumped out of a plane. Now, before they were able to do so, Andrew had to give Bill a crash course on skydiving because Bill had never skydove before. And Andrew, if you remember, did parachute, paratrooper yeah. jumping in his past good boy life. But why didn't they just strap themselves together? I don't know. Okay. I wasn't there. No, I know. I <laughs> Also... This is is very naive of me, but like, it can't be that hard <laughs> to like to like do. I mean, you're jumping out, and then once you get so far, you pull the string. Yeah, 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 yeah. like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you know, let mm. be and let God from there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, take the parachute. Cord? I don't know. <laughs> right. I'm not saying I'd be good at like steering or landing. I'm just saying like. I could probably get the parachute open unless the parachute was broken. You would hope. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, uh, so they executed their plan, crash course for Bill for skydiving, and then dumped their drugs, and then Andrew attached the last duffel bag to himself, and they leapt out, leapt, leapt, yeah. jumped out <laughs> over Knoxville, Tennessee, leaving their Cessna 404 on autopilot to draw the FBI away. Sure. Which, like, who knew planes had just, like, cruise control, you know? <laughs> in 1985. Just, like, like you said, let me and let God. Let me and let God. No, the plane crashed 60 miles away in Hayesville, North Carolina, and, which is where the FBI then found it. Nice. And so they did follow it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nice. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. No, it worked. <laughs> that part worked. Uh, oh my God. However, Mr. Thornton, when he jumped out, uh, we don't know if his parachute didn't deploy correctly, or more than likely it deployed, but he got tangled in the duffel bag. Oh. So he, instead of, like, gliding peacefully <clears throat> downward, he yeah. got tangled and, like, plummeted to his Why death. would you? Okay. Why not Excuse just me. drop the last duffel bag with or, the others? Or, like, strap it to your leg or something. I'm assuming he had it on, like, his chest, right? He had to have had it, like, Or something, like, or on, on his, his back, shoulder. Stupid. stupid, yeah. <laughs> or his shoulder, yeah. Yeah, I don't know and then when he... Yeah, because I was like, just put it on your... 
I mean, I'm sure it's heavy, but and also like, don't you dump the other ones? Well, also, well, also like, did he really need the 17 knives <laughs> and two pistols and all that stuff that was in there? Like, that probably made it a little more complicated. I don't know why. Well, he couldn't strap the knives to himself because it's like running with scissors, right? Like, <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> That's the only reason I can think of. Parachuting with knives is equal <laughs> to running with scissors. You heard it here, folks. So he, unfortunately, or fortunately for some people, probably, um, died. Did. Yeah. Fred Myers found him. What about old Bill Boy? Uh, Bill was later apprehended. I'm not sure how far away, but he claimed that when he was interviewed by law enforcement that he didn't even know there were drugs on the plane until they were dumping them. <laughs> I didn't know later until I was washing blood off my hands that they were even dead. You know what? Hey, can I be honest with you? Good alibi. That's what I would say. <laughs> I thought we were going for a plane ride. Well, if he's a pilot, he could say, I don't know, my friend just wanted a ride. Yeah. And I was just... Helping him. I was just, I was in the area. Joyride. I was in Columbia with Pleasure, him. Pleasure, not business, you know? <laughs> right. He paid me, and uh, Andrew's dead, so it's not like. It's not my word against his. It's my <laughs> word against. <laughs> Has the FBI ever considered uh, he could have been s- a seance? Oh. <laughs> oh. No, because oh um, yeah, Bill. Let's give let's get Andrew's side of the story. Are there any spirits with us here tonight? <laughs> no, because remember, um, uh, the Greenbrier ghost is the only ghost whose testimonies no, I, have been used in a court case. I'm saying, did they even consider it? I, uh, you know, what? we'd have to ask. What about here today? No, just kidding. <laughs> call up that FBI. Okay, so one eight hundred FBI. That's how you get a hold of them. Don't call that number. That's not a full number. 1-800-FBI, you need another number. 1-800-FBI-1. Because it's the number one FBI in the country. Yeah, anyway. anyway. Um, so, unfortunately for Andrew Thornton, like, not only was he a paratrooper who did worse than the guy who never skydove before, but he's also not the main character in the film. Yeah. Of Cocaine Bear. Well, does he really deserve... I mean, we probably shouldn't be making movies about... What did he do to you? <laughs> uh, you know what? You know what? True. He, he, this is a great story, Who actually. Who used to say that Andrew even knew there were drugs on the plane? Well, maybe... maybe oh. Could have thought there were snakes. Maybe the trailer is one of those things where it, like, shows all about the Cocaine Bear, and then you go and watch it, and they're, like, surprised. The Cocaine Bear is, like, the last 15 minutes... Of the movie. That'd be wild, because yeah. the trailer is the last 15 minutes. And it is also called Cocaine Bear. Yeah. So, as you can imagine, besides the death of Mr. Andrew Thornton, there were some other consequences. Right. To drugs falling from the sky. Right. Oh, my God. What if it would have hit somebody? It did. <laughs> the bear. <laughs> well, so, with all this cocaine, 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 cocaine. <laughs> Once you say it so many times, it's not real, right? Yeah, now it just feels weird on my tongue. Yeah. Uh, probably as cocaine does. I don't know how you do cocaine. With all the cocaine falling from the sky over Georgia, someone was bound to find it, and that someone just have to be happened to be Pablo. Pablo Escobar. <laughs> that is not his name. It is his name. I didn't make it up. I make a lot of bad jokes. I didn't make this up. Who named this man? The FBI? Yeah. <laughs> The, the Georgia Federal Bureau of Investigation, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, yes. 
The GBI? The GBI. Okay, so the this so they threw it in a remote part of Georgia, I assume that was the yeah. plan, so they could, you know, get the coordinates and then go yeah, find yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what they didn't account for was wildlife. Right. And the Georgia Bureau of Investigation was like, okay, well where'd these drugs drop? Because yeah. they were like searching and searching and searching and they actually didn't find it. So September is when um this plane smuggling went down. Sure. Um they didn't smuggle the plane. The cocaine smuggling on the plane went down. Uh, I mean, technically, I mean, they oh, didn't yeah, steal the plane, but we don't know. We don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, in December of 2000, and not 23, that's a lie. In 90... 85. <laughs> <laughs> Just this year. Wait, in the future. <laughs> the cocaine bear. <laughs> Happened in January. Now. They've already made a movie about it. <laughs> no, I said December of 23, so that's <laughs> this coming December. <laughs> this movie predicts the future. <laughs> A lot of stuff going on. <laughs> that plane broke the space-time continuum. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. In December of 1985, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation found a deceased 175-pound or 97-kilogram American black bear, which had ingested 75 pounds or 34 kilograms of cocaine, valued at $2 million. Oh my god, that's the most expensive bear in the world. in America. so was it 100... 100- pound black bear who ingested 75 pounds of cocaine or was it a 175 pound black bear that ingested 75 pounds of cocaine to make him 250 pounds we don't know that he ate it all at once well they do before hibernation yeah and it was december so no they found him in december so (laughs) he was prepping for one oh so but there is there a story like people see it uh, so the chief medical examiner reported that the bear had likely been dead for four weeks prior to discovery. So September's when it dropped, middle of September, they dropped the drugs. He's found. In December. December 23rd. That's what I meant to write. So the end of December. So you're looking so at he died at the October, end of November. November-ish. And November's probably when he died. So yeah. there's a month and a half-ish window no, two and a half month window from the middle of September to the end of November, where we don't know if the bear ate the drugs, had a party, yeah, or ate the drugs, died very soon after. Right. Are there any, there's no, like, uh, reports of, like, hey, this bear is whacked out of his mind. <laughs> Not that they <laughs> Contributed are... to this bear. Right. Right. Not necessarily. So, the the autopsy, they did do an autopsy on the bear, because they're like, how much cocaine did this guy get Obviously. pulled up? Obviously. Um, and it was revealed that Well, they were stomach... also probably trying to find all of it, too, right? Like, yeah, but I don't know if they knew how much. I mean, I guess Bill probably told them how much there estimated, was. Yeah. There were There was $15 million worth of cocaine on a, per duffel bag. How do you know that? You didn't know there were drugs. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, I mean, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Backtrack, backtrack. So the autopsy revealed that the stomach of the bear was, quote, literally packed to the brim with cocaine. Uh, They estimated that the bear only absorbed three to four grams into their bloodstream before death. And the animal had sustained cerebral hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging of their brain, respiratory failure, heart failure, and overdose consistent complications. Other overdose consistent complications. So he probably ate it and then died. So there's probably literally, he probably found it, ate it. Dead. Dead. There was probably a very short amount of time where this bear was alive. Could they get charged with... Uh, endangerment? Yeah. Sure. Or something with well, the wildlife? Both of them. But maybe Bill. Bill. 
<laughs> For reasons that are self-explanatory. Uh, of why Andrew can't be true. Right, 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 yes. Um, so, they didn't want to waste the bear's body, they said. So, they had it taxidermied and gave it to the Chattahoochee River, River National Recreation Area. Are you serious? Oh, it gets more wild because that group lost it. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, they lost him. That's wild. Oh, I had a bunch of information in here about what happens to humans when they take cocaine, but it has disappeared. So... So he so the bear had cerebral hemorrhaging, respiratory failure, heart failure, and other overdose consistent complications. Um, for people, if they take cocaine, uh, generally speaking, in the short term, you get really um, happy or excited, or you could be really paranoid. You're gonna have heart racing, um, actual medical complications. You're gonna have possibly heart arrhythmias. Yeah, you can be. You can have bleeding. You worry about in pregnant women, um, if they've ever done cocaine, their placenta can not attach well to their uterus. So you can have bleeding in, um, uh, your placenta can detach, which is a bad news bears for everybody. Yeah. Bad news bears news- for everybody around. Um, but you can have heart attacks from right. this. Uh, so pretty much what happened to the bear. Which is what happened to the bear. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, there are... Uh, one in five drug-related deaths in 2019 in America were attributed to cocaine. Uh, I think that ended up being like 16,000. Um, again, my, my notes about this have vanished. No one wants us to know the truth about cocaine. <laughs> it's government. <laughs> the government, FBI figured out what I was writing. Um, uh, and then I also was looking into, okay, if this bear was 175 pounds... How big is, like, the average adult male? Yeah. Uh, and it's 190 pounds in the United States. So a little bit more than 190 pounds. So this bear was, like, 20 pounds less-ish than that. Yeah. And ate that much cocaine. So basically, I think a person would also be easily oh. easily dead from three to four <laughs> grams of cocaine. For sure. I don't know how much that is in pounds. Three well, if he... It, and it, I don't know how it really works, but if he started absorbing it and then he basically died, his body's not going to really absorb much more than that, right? No, so, like, because no, no. everything's going to shut down. How much does one gram weigh in pounds? Point zero 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 something. Not important. It doesn't matter. I don't know how much cocaine people normally take. <laughs> Message us if you take cocaine. That is too much. What the bear took is too too much. much. I mean, he only absorbed three to four grams, but he had a ton in his stomach. Right. So, anyway, those were my human facts about it. Yeah. We'll go back to the fact that they taxidermied this bear. Yeah. And then they lost it? They lost it. How do they lose it? Scientists and experts have yet to agree. All I know is that they lost it, and it reemerged in a pawn shop. Before it was bought by Waylon Jennings, who was a country music singer. How do you know? How did they know? Was there a plaque on it or something? Here lies Cocaine Bear. It's probably had white powder all over it. <laughs> That's a bad joke. I don't know. I don't know if there's a plaque on it. In, I think it had. I'd have to have something, right? 
It's got us. There's like a be name. Well, like, they probably this is. Well, if if they named him Pablo, Pablo Escobar, Escobar oh, yeah. that was probably on there somewhere. It's gotta be somewhere. So the country music singer Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings purchased it from a pawn shop. I think. Do we know when? A couple years later. Okay, so this is in the nineties, probably. Yeah, and, and then. After that, it eventually made its way to the Kentucky for Kentucky Fun Mall in Lexington, where it remains to this day. The Kentucky for Kentucky Fun Mall? That's the dumbest name of a mall I've ever heard. Kentucky for Kentucky Fun Mall. Kentucky is for Kentucky Fun. I will tell you. Does that mean all Kentuckyonians support? Kentuckyonians. <laughs> Maybe it is. I shouldn't make fun. Um, so what you're saying is we should go take a picture with this bear. Oh, absolutely. So during the holidays, like, it wears a Santa hat. Yeah. And then during, like, basketball season has a UK hat. Obviously. Uh, which is very weird. And then... In a children's mall, they have a bear I called... I did say a children's mall. Pablo Escobar. They... This bear... And then kids are like, what's he named after? Oh, but you know what they sell at the souvenir shop mm. next to him? Oh. Uh-huh. Is this true? Yeah. Uh, what? Blow globes. It says snow globes because instead of snow, they say it's cocaine. Are you serious? That's what it said. <laughs> That's what it said when I did my research. I don't know what to say. I've not been there. I cannot confirm or deny. I'm telling you. Wait, we have people who live in, in Kentucky. Oh, wait. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Why did you? <laughs> Texaco Chuck. <laughs> I'll text him after this. Have you ever been to the Kentucky for Kentucky Fun Mall? Can you stop by? Is there a bear named Pablo Escobar? And can you send me a blow globe? <laughs> can you send me a blow globe? Hold on. Please hold. I'm going to text the next goodest source. Benjamin? <laughs> yes. Well, what a message you get out of the pool, huh? I mean, it's me. Do they expect anything different at this point? Do Are you sending in the group? Or yeah, just in? Okay. another group. I don't know if they'll answer, but... <laughs> okay, well, is that the end of your story? Do you have more? Oh, no, not yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> While we wait to see if they reply. Uh, so, the bear remains of the Kentucky for Kentucky Fun Mall. Um, obviously, he became... <laughs> named this mall? Sorry. Same person that named the bear Pablo Escobar. No, like, that's clever. Kentucky for Kentucky Fun Mall is not clever. I didn't write down any facts about Pablo Escobar. I figured that my... He's a famous drug cartel guy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I assume. That's <laughs> all we need to know. Um, my Google search history is just riddled with... This is my old school computer. I'm really hoping they don't smoke cocaine. <laughs> How heavy is cocaine? <laughs> How much cocaine is cocaine take is one point five million dollars? <laughs> Philip just answered, "Bro, what? <laughs> you live there? How do you not know?" <laughs> Kentucky for Kentucky is a store in the Fayette Mall. Mm. <laughs> what <laughs> is there a bear? <laughs> bro what i am so glad that they still answer my text messages and that this isn't just straight up ignored at all times i've seen them at pichu (laughs) okay we have a confirmation although i think he googled it (laughs) that seems like a google answer (laughs) but our cousin philip 
confirmed that there is a uh, there is a store called the T- Kentucky for Kentucky store in the mall. In Lexington, Kentucky. In Lexington, Kentucky. He said there is a bear there. But then he went on to say that ingested 40 kilograms of cocaine. But I think he Googled that. (laughs) And I don't... I mean, I think he did eat that much cocaine. He just only... Well, that, no, that's what I'm saying. 40 kilograms. Yeah. He actually absorbed three to four grams. What I was saying to you earlier, he probably ate so much and then it started to absorb. Mm-hmm. But then when he died, his body shut down and it didn't yeah. absorb oh, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he only absorbed three to four grams of uh, that. Yes, I agree. It's like if you put too much Did- sugar in water, eventually it yeah. won't all dissolve. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's more sugar than water at that point. Right. This is more cocaine than bear at that point. <laughs> Um, do we know what happened to Bill? I don't know about Bill. (laughs) (laughs) Nor do I care at this point. Did he get charged with anything? I'm assuming. Anyway, we believe it's true. We believe it's true. We We should take a trip there. If any of you live in Kentucky and you go to this mall and you find this bear, please take a picture with it. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, yeah. And send it or tag us in the picture. I would love to see it. Or if... We go there. If you live there, I'll visit you, and we'll go take a picture together. Now, do not do cocaine and then tag us no, in a no, picture no. if you're doing cocaine. I want a picture of the bear. Of the bear. Pablo Escobar, I'll know if you get a different one. I'll know I'll if, if you go into the wild. It's like they knew that this was him when they found him in a pawn shop. Yeah. Obviously. I wouldn't call it a mall. <laughs> Semantics. Semantics. I didn't call it a fun mall. <laughs> it's probably like a weird old antique. Like it's like how the Mothman, Mothman Museum is a museum. Yeah, it's like you walk through and there's very eclectic things. Yeah, like, about the Mothman. They also have newspaper articles and stuff. I don't know that this place doesn't have newspaper articles <laughs> about, about the, the bear. Day. They have blow globes. What do you want? <laughs> I would like a blow globe. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ask them to send us one? He said, it's like Cabela's, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Except, (laughs) I know, okay, Phillips said their website says 70 pounds of cocaine. I know, sir, I told you the story. (laughs) I just texted him the story. And now he's telling me, like, I don't know. (laughs) He's like, oh, and then, (laughs) he's learning as we go. Okay, anyway, back to this. Uh, is that the end of your story? No! <laughs> we keep getting sidetracked. Anyway, the bear skyrockets to pulp culture, pop culture, stardom. Pop <laughs> culture. Yeah, you know, when you get orange juice and it's not, it's not pure. Well, no, it is pure. It's not overly filtered. Pulp culture, you know? Pulp is only when the orange juice is in its Form. None of this audio audio is usable. It's all usable. Continue. <laughs> Cocaine bear. It comes out next week. Yes. The 24th of February, 2023. Mm-hmm. Directed by Elizabeth Banks. I didn't look into what else she's done. Other than everybody's like, this is risky. And I was like, why? Why? <laughs> it's a dumb movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. Uh, now, the film screenwriter took, a, obviously, a little bit of a different approach from the real life events. Obviously, obviously. The commercial that we've seen has a drug crazed bear appearing to hunt down and kill several people. 
On Wikipedia, the premise states, quote, After ingesting a duffel bag full of cocaine, an American black bear goes on a killing rampage in a small Georgia town where local tourists must join forces to survive the attack. Interesting. Of note, the film stars a couple different people. And from everything I read, it just kept saying the ensemble cast. And so it looks like there's no main character. Yeah. Which, obviously, the bear's the main character. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably just people... Right. Because uh, the only thing the I remember bear. is the uh, ambulance drivers are driving with the doors open. <laughs> There's like chasing them or And whatever. he tries to jump in the back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly, right? Um, it does have Carrie Russell. She starred in a couple different like FX TV series. Yeah. Um, including one I think called The Americans. Uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, who I think is part of Modern Family. Uh, sure. Um, and Ray Loyota, who... Um, this was, like, one of his final roles before he passed away, because he died in May of last year. He's known for his appearances in Something Wild, for which he earned a Golden Globe in 1986, as well as Field of Dreams and Goodfellas. So he's probably oh, one wow. of the more popular people. Is Field of Dreams a baseball one? Yes. Nice. Isn't that If You Build It, They Will Come? Yeah. Nope, that's Angels in the Outfield, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> Maybe Field of Dreams is in a baseball movie. I don't know. Sounds like one. <laughs> I'll be honest, I have no idea, because I also get those two confused with signs. Don't ask me why. It kind of sounds like, like, if you say, if you build it, they will come. It could be an alien thing. That's why I get confused. Yeah, yeah. That's why we have so many water bottles laying around right now. That's what I told Jack when he asked me why. That's what I told Jack. There's, I'm not kidding, six or seven on our nightstand in there. After you drink it, like, the last, like, inch of water in a water bottle tastes bad. (laughs) If you pulp in your water, there's something wrong. There's something wrong. You do not pulp in your water? Maybe something's wrong with you. <laughs> anyway, uh, these actors and actresses play a very variation of characters. Uh, it seems that the only roles that are keeping true with real life roughly are that of Andrew Thornton's character who's played in the film by Matthew Reese, who is an actor from Wales. Okay. And I bet it's I bet he only bear. gets like five minutes. He gets Yeah. They show him like little. on the plane dumping the drugs. Yeah, I don't think it's much. And the bear, <laughs> and the bear. <laughs> who plays the bear? A bear. I wanna know. Is it like the like live action Scooby Doo where the person like dressed up in a really weird green screen? I'm honest. I'll be honest. I don't know, but like, I can't wait if till next year when they come out with the making of Cocaine yes, Bear. Yes, 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 yes. Because yes. that's what I'm really here for. All right, you've convinced me. I want to go see Cocaine Bear. <laughs> we obviously are going to go see it. That was never a, that was never a question. Now, um, again, it looks very much like Sharknado. By the way, if you didn't know, there's six Sharknados. <laughs> I've not seen a single one. The last one does say the final something, like the final Sharknado. I don't believe them, uh, right. but. Oh, I feel like they shifted gears to Cocaine Bear just well, by looking at it. Well, because the next Sharknado can always start with like, oh my god, we thought it, we thought it was over. The last Sharknado didn't happen for 50 years. Oh, the next one's going to be Cocaine Shark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I don't mean that as an insult saying it's like Sharknado. I I think those movies are bad in a good way. Yeah. Um, this could be a great movie. I, I just... don't think it's supposed to be taken seriously, though, is what you're saying. They're not out here to win an Oscar. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Right. Um. But anyway, uh, I definitely want to see it. Let us know if you want to see it. No one really knows what happened during, like, 
the last four weeks of this bear's life between, like, or the last, like, so many weeks of this bear's life between right. when he found the cocaine and when he died. We don't know how long that was before he died. Right. He could have been just munching on cocaine and it slowly built up like chewing gum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which isn't a true thing, but that's what they always tell you when you're No, no, no. That's how it works. <laughs> that's how it works in bears. <laughs> bears, if they eat chewing gum, it just builds up until it turns into cocaine and they die. Yeah. And, um, like I said, my internet search history is probably just, like, it's probably really bad right it's now. It's fine. I mean, I'm definitely on, like, some kind of watch list for what I Google. Well, when I panicked and was like, shoot, I didn't make this Valentine's Day episode and I now realize that I've taken the Valentine's Day slot, mm-hmm. I did start to Google first, like, most popular candy on Valentine's Day and, and the most popular date idea. Yeah. And then murders on Valentine's Day. Yeah. And so, like, if you were the FBI, you're tracking me to a point where you think they're going to lull somebody in a false <laughs> sense of security. With and candy. With candy <laughs> and romance and then kill them. And feed them to a cocaine bear. And then feed them to a cocaine bear. It's just going to be a wild ride for whichever FBI agent is currently looking yeah, at my yeah, search yeah. history. This is insane that this is based on... I am shooketh that the Cocaine Bear movie is based on a true story. I'm upset that it took them this long to make something about it. Yeah. Yes and no. Because, like, the bear aspect of the real story isn't really, like... Well known. He didn't chase after an ambulance. I think we would have had a report of that. At least a newspaper article of some kind. Maybe. Maybe it was just another day in the life of... A Georgianonian? A Georgianonian? <laughs> Georgian? I don't know. No, I don't know <laughs> uh, but uh, I think, personally, this story is going to keep me up at night, because I'm with excitement for when the movie comes out. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, now I'm, now I, there's a lot of anticipation for this movie. I just kind of wrote it off, but now that I know the backstory, I literally feel like I have to go watch this movie. That's what I'm saying. Nobody wanted to see Cocaine Bear until they decided they needed to see Cocaine Bear. If they put Cocaine Bear loosely based on a true story, I think think it it would have had me. I'm pretty sure it does. But they didn't. No, it doesn't. Not in the trailer. They should. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They should. Anyway, it comes out the 24th. Mm-hmm. If you look up, the, if you look up the movie, it says based on a oh. on true events. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, you know what? I'm gonna talk to Jack. I think that's what we're gonna do for Valentine's Day. The week after Valentine's Day. Because you both work and there's no teddy bears left at the store, and it took you an hour and 30 <laughs> minutes just to find a card. I'm not buying him a card. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I buy him a card? No, I worked that day. And then he was like, oh, man, don't be mad. I, I booked a haircut for 4.30. And I was like, I'll be at work till 6. Like, I don't, okay. Don't be mad. I booked a haircut for 4.30. And he's like, I didn't buy you anything. I'm like, we literally agreed not to buy anything for Valentine's Day. But, but now okay. you can go to the movie and mm-hmm. that can be your mm-hmm. Valentine's mm-hmm. Day mm-hmm. gift to each other. Absolutely. Shout out to Philip um, for answering me. Thank you for the, your participation this week. Thank you for your participation. Um, Benjamin, you never answered, so... If you listen to this, I'm I'm a little disappointed. I mean, you did give him like 30 seconds before <laughs> we kept going. That's true. That's true. That's true. But it's all right. Yeah, I do think that this story will keep me up at night because I need to now. I'm. I you need closure by uh, seeing the movie. Yeah, I need to see the movie. Mm-hmm. I need to. Uh, I need to put this out into the world so other people know the story of Cocaine mm-hmm. Bear. We're giving him a um, week to yeah. hear the story and get the excitement well, going for the. Yeah, it'll be about a week. 
Mm-hmm. What do you think about Cocaine Bear in like an IMAX theater or like a drive-in movie theater? I feel like that's the place no, no, to no. watch Cocaine Bear. No, no, no. You're absolutely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the best place to watch Cocaine Bear would be a 4D <laughs> experience. <laughs> you virtual reality Cocaine Bear. <laughs> like one of those things where it's chasing after you and you, you can feel the breath. They oh, like blast you, chair, know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, or like it slobbers on you slobber. and like water yeah, hits yeah, you or something. Gross. Yeah, like that kind of thing. And like it's chasing after you and your seat shakes mm. or whatever. That's what that's what we have to do. What about a 40 experience at a driving theater? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Totally fine. Uh, better if it's out- outdoors because of the We can make our own. Film. I'll bring like a squirt bottle. <laughs> <laughs> if it sneezes or whatever, I'll just spray you with it. Oh man. Well, Thank you for the story. You're welcome. If you want to look at any pictures, I highly recommend it from the <laughs> one photo that I saw. Um, you can check out our Facebook. It's just Bug and a Rug. You can check out Instagram or Twitter at BIAR Podcast. Please take a picture with this bear. Watch a movie. Tell us your review. You can... <laughs> God, she hated that idea. If you leave us a review, email us your review and I can read it. I'll read it on the podcast. Review right. of the movie or review of the podcast? Uh, either or. <laughs> I was more going for the movie. Review this episode of the podcast and we'll read it <laughs> during the movie. <laughs> <laughs> to an angry audience. Um, email is bearpodcast at gmail.com. You can check out the resources at bugandrug.poppy.com. Yeah, thanks for having me back on. Thanks for writing a story about Cocaine Bear and enlightening me on this situation. And giving you a Valentine's Day idea. Yes, yes. Unconventional, unique. We're going to make the list of the 50 most unique Valentine's Day date ideas. Going to the movies doesn't really seem like a... Exploring the world of Cocaine Bear. Okay. It's all about perspective. Right, yes. You got me there. Uh, We could dress up as bear. We could dress up as... Dress up as bears yeah. and go to the fun mall yeah. where maybe there's a movie theater. Although, according to our cousin, there's not actually <laughs> not a mall. not actually a mall. Well, that's his opinion. What's the real definition of mall? That's a whole other story. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for your story. Any final thoughts, concerns, questions? I mean, I don't know what happened to Bill, but maybe we'll figure that out. Maybe we'll figure that out one day. Who cares? It doesn't matter, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Signing off. I'm Caitlin. I'm Whitney. Hey, bye. Sleep tight. <laughs>